It's good to be here this morning. I want to thank the Lord for the privilege. Uh, it's good to see everybody cheer. Glad to have you. Uh, we appreciate those that have come, and we appreciate those that are watching and listening on the live stream and praying. And uh, we sure need your prayers. A couple of things I want to thank God for, and I'd like to read from the third chapter of the book of John for just a moment. I appreciate the, the funeral that we had for Bobby Thompson yesterday. I appreciate those that were able to come, those that prayed, and uh, God blessed us in that funeral. Then we had an association meeting last night up at Continental, and I appreciate the ones that were able to go up there and those that prayed for that. Well, we had a good meeting up there, and uh, just spiritual right from the start and all the way through, and God bless Brother Brent to, to preach, and uh, boy, God used him and blessed him, and they, some of them sang and sang good. So God just really blessed us, and I appreciate all that. And, and he's blessed us to be back here this morning. And so I want to read three verses in the third chapter of the book of St. John to open, 16, 17, and 18. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. That sums it up so good. Let's stand for a moment of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to be in your house this morning. Uh, God, thank you for each one that's come, each one that's watching and listening. God, thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for Sunday school this morning, God. We appreciate our Sunday school. God, thank you for the services yesterday. We appreciate them. God, thank you for letting us come and assemble together for the purpose of worshiping you in spirit and in truth. God, give us a spiritual, powerful meeting this morning that might touch the hearts of those that are here and touch the hearts of those that are watching and listening. God, we pray and we ask your blessings and we praise you in Jesus' name and amen. Let me turn to service over Brother Taylor and the choir.
171. 
Terry, I just wanted to say God kind of put this on my heart. That second verse, really. I mean, it, he just painted the picture for me. Yeah. I'm satisfied with his great redemption man. plan. Amen. I'm satisfied that it's sufficient for yeah. all man. Yeah. And I'm satisfied with his work on Calvary. Yeah. And I just want the Lord to be satisfied with me. I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful for the choir. And at this time, we're going to have him come down and we'll turn it over to Brother Cooper. It's good to be here. Uh, I thank God for that choir, and um, I appreciate our good choir leader. And uh, he, he follows the Lord, and that's what matters. And uh, I'm thankful for a good choir. So um, this time, I we'll ask all that are seated to stand. And uh, we surely appreciate being here this morning. wasn't wasn't sure if we were gonna uh, be able to get here, but uh, I appreciate being in the Lord's house. No place like it. You'll not find a place like it. Uh, so any any unspoken prayer requests this morning? Let's remember those. Anyone with a spoken prayer request? I know it's been mentioned, but uh, continually uh, remembering Bobby Thompson's family. And uh, I appreciate Bobby. And uh, if anybody was like to me, Bobby was. And Jordan mentioned it the other day. And uh, if the church doors were open, Bobby was here. And uh, I appreciate that. Somebody's coming and, and, and is faithful. That's important. Any spoken prayer requests this morning? this morning. If not, Jordan, you lead some prayer. Father, you give 
this time if anybody have a, a song or a testimony. I appreciate everybody that came out this way this morning. Road conditions and everything. It's good to see everybody. With a song or a testimony. I'll tarry too long. I don't know how much. If nobody has anything, we'll turn it over to your pastor. Good to be here this morning. I appreciate the spirit I've felt already and glad to have everybody. I, I don't even know if I mentioned this when I first got up, but we're sure glad to have our visitors this morning. Appreciate y'all being here. And uh, appreciate the singing already and opening up. And uh, let me ask again, uh, does anyone... Uh, Feel like this morning, like singing a song or have a testimony on you? You feel free to do that if you do. I know Brother Cooper already mentioned it and asked you, but uh, I want to ask you again. Anybody got something? Pray much this morning. I just, I'm tearing a little bit. I don't want to be draggy, but I just felt like somebody might have a song if I give an extra. A little bit, uh, maybe right. Right. Pray for me. Satan came by my house today, searching for my joy, trying to take it away. As he passed by me, he did not stop, for he could not find me. I was hid in the rock. I found a safe, safe hiding place. I've been saved, saved by his grace. Join heirs with Jesus, and I'm part of the flock. 
Kept by his power, and I'm hid in the rock. rock. When the angels declare, there'll be no more time. Yeah. And the sun and the moon refuse to shine. When this world is burning from yeah. the bottom to the top, I'll be safe from all harm, cause I'm hid in the rock. rock. I found a safe, safe hiding place. I've been saved, saved by his grace. I'm joint heirs with Jesus, and I'm part of the flock. I'm kept by his power, and I'm hid in the rock. I'm kept by his power, and I'm hid in the rock. I'm glad we've got a safe, safe hiding place. Thank the Lord. Appreciate that song. Appreciate Becky singing it. Anybody else got a song now? Something on your heart? Let's pray. There's a ghost. There's a ghost inside of me. I like one of those campfire stories. My papa says he brings his welcome. He leads me through the darkness. He leads me through the unknown. He leads me through my troubles and trials. He leads me through the unknown. Amen. That song, thank you. Someone else feel like singing, Mind the Lord. Yeah. Amen. And it has just been bubbling over all morning Man, appreciate that testimony. Anybody else? Really pray this morning. I'm just trying to pray and discern what the Lord wants me to do. Anybody else got a song in the meantime? Come on.
thank the Lord for that testimony and I uh, appreciate Sister Lynn and appreciate her having that conversation uh, with Tabitha uh, and uh, in case you didn't catch all that I'll just give you the gist of it uh, one of Bobby's grandsons asked his mother since Bobby died said mommy who's going to pray for me now so there's a sad part and a happy part to that sad that he didn't recognize that some of the others were going to be praying for him Lynn said tell him our church our whole church will be praying for him but here's the good part of that he knew that his grandpa Bobby Thompson had been praying for him and uh, well I'm telling you what I, uh, I thought that was quite a uh, quite a, a goal that we all ought to reach for is we ought to let our uh, loved ones and our friends know that we're praying for them and uh, so pray for that family uh, I'll share this with you uh, here even after the funeral and at the graveside and, uh, different ones were uh, talking to folks and we were inviting to come to church and quite a few of Bobby's family said they were going to come and uh, Sharice said this and it touched my heart she said I thought we could come and sit in daddy's seat and God put on my heart and I said Sharice he saved you a place. We can save our people a place. They have to come and occupy it, but we can point them to it. And, uh, well, I, I appreciate being here. I appreciate the spirit that's here this morning. Rush, you got something on your heart. I'm glad you and your wife's here. Follow your heart.
Amen. I appreciate Sister Stephanie, that testimony. Pray for her children and her grandchild. Well, that's, that's powerful. And when we, as a church and as God's children, when we carry a burden like that that's heartfelt, it has power in it. God can do things, and uh, I guess all of us have seen God do things that astonished us, and we didn't think, how can that happen? Uh, <laughs> I remember one time my wife, before her brother Jerry got saved, uh, she was weeping, and we were talking about Jerry and praying for him, and she said, I want my brother to get saved, and I'm, I'm praying for God to reach him and save him. But she said, I know, she said, I know God can do anything, but I don't know how God's going to reach my brother because he don't come to church. <laughs> and he'd come to his mommy's funeral, and Denny Hunter preached the gospel, and God spoke to his heart, and he got saved that day at the funeral. Well, praise God. I'm glad we got a God that's able. Now, somebody else, we just follow the Lord. Bless her, Lord. Help her. This kind of goes along with your testimony, Stephanie, and the Lord had put it on my heart right before you stood and testified that, and I thought, it doesn't fit with this service, but it does if God gives it to you. So. Yeah. This wicked world in which we're living yeah. grows more evil with each passing day. In the courthouse, no Ten Commandments. Right. In the schoolrooms, they say our children can't pray. They say we're unlearned. They say we're outdated, that this old-time yeah. way won't work anymore. Sweet. But as for me and my yeah. house, we'll serve the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Though the world says we're peculiar, right. I know they just don't understand. Come on. Why yeah. I cry when I get yeah. happy. Why I praise shout and raise my hand. Oh, they say they've found a new way. One that's better than before. But as for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. In this day of modern theory, man has tried to explain God away. The old King James Bible, they say it's outdated, that modern versions are better, they say. But I've made up my mind to go along with Jesus, if family forsake. And friends they may scorn, but as for me yeah. and my house, will serve the Lord. the Lord. Though the world says I'm peculiar, yeah. I know they just don't understand why I cry yeah. when I get happy. And why I shout and raise yeah. my hand. Amen. Oh, they say they've found a new way. 
one that's better than before. But as for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. Boy, Pastor, our hearts desire. Uh, God will let that happen. Satan's not big enough or powerful enough or has no way to keep us from serving God when we purpose that we're going to and we make that effort. He'll tell us we can't do it. And he'll try to put stumbling blocks in the way. Even Paul said in the Bible, when I would do good, evil's present. But praise God, he kept serving God and God gave him victory. And he'll give us victory. Boy, that's good. Somebody else got a song or a testimony. I'd like for you to look in the scripture with me if you want to, to the uh, second chapter of the book of Mark. Very familiar scripture God's put on my heart this morning. And it says in uh, Mark chapter 2 and verse 1, I'll give you just a moment to get there. And and I'm going to go back into chapter 1 a few other places to get some background for what's on my heart this morning, uh, but this is what I need to read. And uh, uh, down here in chapter 2 in the book of Mark, verse 1, and he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noised that he was in the house. And what I want to preach about is a house in Capernaum. And there's some, uh, as God put on my heart and drew my attention to it, there's some amazing and unusual things about that house in Capernaum. But listen what happened here. Verse 2, and straightway many were gathered together insomuch as there was no room to receive them, no, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. That's Jesus doing the preaching. And said, and they come unto him, uh, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. When they had broken it up, they let down the bed where the sick of the palsy lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. But there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their heart, Why does this man thus speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, he said to them, Why reason ye these things in your hearts? Whether is it easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise, take up thy bed and walk, but that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. He says to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, take up thy bed, and go thy way into the house, and immediately he rose and took up the bed. And so I want you to really pray. And I thought about Capernaum, and I thought about uh, what a special place this must have been and what a special place this house must have been that was in Capernaum. And back before that, uh, you can read and you can follow a uh, little bit of the trail that Jesus was on. And uh, it said uh, back in uh, the book of Matthew, chapter 4 and verse 13, it said back here, it said, and leaving Nazareth. Now, we know after Jesus was born down in Bethlehem, God told his parents to move down to Nazareth. And we knew he grew up down in Nazareth. Uh, and again, Matthew 4 and 13, and this is talking about Jesus. said, and leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum. So uh, Jesus was living in Capernaum when this took place here that I read you about. He came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is upon the seacoast in the borders of uh, Zebulon and Naphtali. Now, Zebulon and Naphtali, that was two of the tribes of Israel. That was the names of two of the sons of Jacob. And so when they inherited the land that God gave them, they had different tribes placed in different places. And so it was right on the border of those two tribes. Now, I also did a little research on Capernaum, and uh, it was kind of along uh, the northwestern uh, seacoast of the Sea of Galilee. 
And so uh, there were other towns around there. And uh, uh, so tells that Jesus uh, went and dwelt there. And so uh, coming on down through here, uh, Jesus did a lot of miracles uh, down in Capernaum. I got interested in that. And I'm not going to read them all to you, but I, I jotted some of them down because I couldn't remember all of them. But uh, there were at least seven miracles uh, that I read in the book of Matthew that Jesus did down in Capernaum. I mentioned a couple of them. He healed a man with a withered hand, had uh, healed a man, had the palsy. Uh, Jairus, his daughter, you know, the, the ruler that come down to Jesus wanted him to heal his daughter. He healed uh, Jairus' daughter, uh, healed a uh, man that had some demons, uh, healed two blind men. All that was going on at Capernaum. Boy, uh, you might say that would be a good place to live. Well, let me tell you something else. Uh, when uh, the Bible's talking about uh, uh, the, the apostles, talking about Peter, and uh, talking about Andrew's brother, uh, they had a house down in Capernaum. Uh, one place said uh, Jesus was down there and he taught in the synagogue. And I uh, said uh, it was amazing to the people because he taught with authority. They might have thought, who is that man? Uh, he's teaching. He has so much knowledge. Uh, how can he teach like that? Well, when they left the synagogue, they went down uh, to Peter and Andrew's house. Uh, boy, uh, what, a, what a place. All these miracles going on. But uh, listen, uh, got some interesting and shocking news. Uh, over here in the 11th chapter of the book of Matthew, uh, uh, said in verse 20, he began to upbraid the cities uh, where most of his mighty works were done because they repented not. Uh, now, I want you to, again, you probably already uh, figured what cities uh, uh, this is talking about, at least one of them. He began uh, to talk to him. He talked about uh, Chorazin and, and Bethsaida. Uh, that was two cities on each side of uh, Capernaum. And uh, he was talking to him. and said, Woe to thee, Chorazin, and unto the Bethsaida. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than for you. But, but it gets worse. Uh, listen, as he goes on in his condemnation, he said, And thou, Capernaum, imagine that, uh, that city where he lived in, uh, uh, where he did all those miracles. Uh, listen, he said, And thou, Capernaum, which are exalted unto heaven. Uh, boy, you've been lifted way up high. Uh, but listen, he said, Thou shalt be brought down to hell. Now think about that. He was talking about that city of Capernaum. Thou shalt be brought down to hell. For if the mighty works which had been done in thee had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. Uh, that's uh, shocking to think about. Uh, but here's the good news. Uh, though uh, he collectively, he was talking about Capernaum. He said, uh, you've been exalted up to heaven. Uh, he said, but you're going to be brought down to hell. Uh, because why? Because you repented not. But I got good news for you. Uh, that uh, didn't apply to everybody that was in Capernaum. Uh, there's a man here in the house that we read to you about. Uh, boy, uh, what about uh, when, uh, what's different about this house? Uh, boy, I like this part. Uh, this blessed me when I was reading this and studying. Uh, Jesus. Was in the Uh, the Bible said uh, when he uh, returned into Capernaum and some days it was noise that he was in the house. It means uh, people were telling that he was in the house. Uh, I want to ask us 
uh, that Jesus is in the house. Uh, boy, uh, that house is full. And I'm not criticizing. This house not being full. I'm not complaining about that. We got a good crowd today. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, uh, we need to do our best uh, to let people know. Uh, uh, and our grandchildren and our children, uh, we need to be telling them. Uh, but not just them. I'm telling you, we need to be reaching out to our neighbors. Uh, sometime, uh, God will bring somebody across our mind, and we'll feel like, oh, you're back in the church. Uh, and if you're like me, uh, I was telling myself, sometimes I think, why well, wouldn't be any need to back there? They won't come anyway. Uh, but if God will let you have an option uh, to invite them, uh, you need to invite them. Uh, and let me tell you something else. This has been on my mind a lot lately. I mentioned when I was preaching just a week or two ago, if you don't have somebody lost on your heart, something's a man. You need to have somebody on your heart that's lost. But let me tell you what, we need to really have somebody serious on our heart. We need to be praying for them, but we need to be reaching out to them. We need to invite people to come to church. Maybe, even if it takes us inviting, maybe saying, I'll pick you up if you want to come. Uh, well, preacher, uh, maybe uh, that kind of be uh, out, of my, uh, out of my territory. Sometimes uh, we need to get out of our territory in order to get in God's territory. And so uh, when Jesus was in the house uh, down there at Capernaum, you think about this great city down there by the seashore. It was, it was close, uh, according to what the geography says, it was close uh, to the place where the Jordan River uh, touched the Sea of Galilee down there. And uh, there was a lot going on. There was a lot of people through that country. Boy, what a good place uh, for Jesus to go and live and set up his headquarters. What a good place uh, for Peter and Andrew to live so they could go to their house. Now, I'm not sure if James and John and Philip lived down there or not, but they were down there a lot. If they didn't live down there, they stayed at Peter's house a lot. Uh, he probably had to uh, feed them and give them some place uh, to sleep. But you know, I don't think he cared uh, if that's the way it was. Uh, I believe he was glad to have them. Why, thank God, people have got love in their heart. Uh, but uh, listen, sometimes as we go along the journey, we can kind of get bogged down. We're just people. We get uh, so much going on. And we're so busy. And we got so much on our plate. I'm telling you what. Sometimes we need to lay things aside a little bit. Have to let God have his way in our life. We need to be about the Father's business. What's important to you today? This little house down here in Capernaum. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I've tried to figure it out. I don't know if that was uh, Peter and Andrew's house. I don't know if it's the house where Jesus lived. It might have been somebody else's house. Well, uh, Jesus did a lot of things. Uh, another thing just come to mind. One time when he was down there, it said when he went into Peter's house, Peter's mother-in-law, Peter's wife's mother, she lay with a fever. Uh, but boy, Jesus was in that house that day. It said he went and took her by the hand. When he took her by the hand, her fever left. Boy, I'm telling you what, uh, one time uh, I was in bad shape. Uh, and Jesus come by my house. Uh, when he took hold of my soul, I'm telling you what, uh, things changed. Uh, I'm glad he changed me. I'm glad he saved me. I'm glad I'm on the way to heaven. But I'm going to do something for him before I had to leave. We, we just got one shot at this. Uh, I like to put it this way. Uh, we don't have any dress rehearsals for this. 
Uh, uh, this, is, this is it, folks. This is the real thing. Uh, we're on our way through here. We got one shot at it. We are going to help our people or we're going to miss our opportunity. Uh, Sometimes the old devil tells us, you got plenty of time. Uh, take care of that later. Uh, oh, there's no later. Uh, we just got right now. Uh, yesterday's gone. And tomorrow may never come, but we've got right now. We need to be about the Father's business. But listen, uh, let me tell you some more things about that house. Uh, even though Jesus was in the house, uh, I'm telling you what, and there were some good things going on there. Uh, well, praise God, there's, you know, the four men. I don't know how far away they live from there, but they brought the man who was sick of the palsy, uh, brought him uh, on a bed, uh, carried him down there. Uh, I'm telling you what, you know what they did? Uh, they worked together. And they stayed on the job till they got done. I've had things before. Maybe I've been burdened for people. I get worried with it. I'm ashamed to even tell that. I, I thought across my mind, well, they never going to come anyhow. Yeah. And, uh, maybe they even be rude when you ask them. So I'm hard to fool with them. They don't even appreciate me asking. I'm just going to leave them alone and kind of get the wrong attitude. Uh, then maybe God will come through and touch my heart. He said, oh, the church didn't give up on you when you was lost. I didn't give up on you when you was lost. And I have to repent. I have to humble my heart and say, oh, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I'm God, I'm just worthless. I don't know why I act like that. God, forgive me. Help me to have a better heart. Help me to have a better attitude, God. Help me to have a better zeal. You know, we need to have a zeal to do something for the Lord. And God, serve my heart. And maybe I go back and ask the same person I've been kind of fed up with. I go back to them again. You know, something happened. Maybe I well, thank you. I appreciate you asking. I felt like they was rude to me the time before. Go back the next time. They act like, who knows what's going to happen. It's not up to us to say what's going to happen. It's up to us to do what God wants us to do. Somebody had got the word out to those four men. They got the word to their friend that was sick of the palsy. And I've preached on this before. They didn't kidnap that man and bring him to that house in Capernaum. They talked to him. He was willing to come. And they were willing to bring him. If you're here today, you're, if you're lost, spiritually, you're like the man that's sick of the palsy. You're spiritually, you're just dead and paralyzed. You can't help yourself. You can't walk for yourself. It takes a Jesus to make a new creature out of you. Uh, that man was willing to come. Are you willing to come today? If you're here and lost, uh, do you want to get saved? You can because Jesus is in the house. Uh, boy, I'm telling you what. Well, uh, there was some doubters in there. Well, you say, preacher, you think you got any doubters that come to church? Well, uh, some from time to time there might be. Uh, I, I've had people come to church before. Uh, this doesn't happen very often. But I've had uh, people come to church before that maybe catch me later. And once in a while, they've done it right while church is going on. They stand up and scoff at the doctrine that we preach and teach. Uh, that, doesn't, uh, that doesn't make the doctrine bad. That doesn't make God bad. That's just the world. The world doesn't like what we preach and teach. But praise God, I'm glad I found a better way. It's real in the soul. And so, uh, let's get back uh, to this scripture here and see what happened. And look at some more of the effects of things that were going on in the house. Down here, it said, uh, listen, uh, when it said Jesus, uh, he entered into Capernaum. After many days, it was noise. He was in the house. And straightway, 
Uh, many others gathered together. Uh, I'm telling you, when Jesus is in the house, you got something to tell. Uh, we need to tell when God's moving and blessing us. We need to be broadcasting it. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what, they didn't read that on Facebook. Uh, no, they, didn't, they didn't get that on Twitter. Uh, nothing wrong with putting it on Facebook and Twitter, but I'm saying whatever it takes, we need to get the word out. Uh, God, he's, he's got what avenues for us to tell what's going on. We need to be telling it. I'm not against uh, telling it on social media. Get the word out. But if you have to go knock on the door, the old-fashioned way, I wish you'd come go to church with us. Well, we've been having some good meetings, and God's been moving, and there's been some people uh, moving and following the Lord, and I just had you on the heart. I just felt like I asked you to come. Hope you'll go with us. We need to be about the Father's people. And it says, straight away, that means immediately. Uh, things, uh, they happen sometimes, boy, quicker than you imagine. Uh, men will get together so much there was no room to receive him. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. Uh, Jesus was preaching the word. I'm glad he's still preaching the word. When it goes out in power, it's still Jesus uh, preaching the word. I can't do it, but Jesus can. Boy, praise God. I'm glad I know Jesus. And I'm glad Jesus can. He can, he can. Well, I'm glad that uh, I'm so glad for grace. I'm glad I know a man who can. And so it goes on down here. It said, and they come to him. They come, of course, to Jesus, bearing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And get this. When they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when he, they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Boy, you just imagine now how happy uh, those folks all got, those four men, for bringing their friend and their friend for coming. Uh, we, need to, uh, we need to work until uh, the job's done. Don't give up. If it had been me, when I couldn't got in the door, I'd probably have done all can, going fast. Maybe I would have. I hope I wouldn't. Uh, but I'm glad. I want to be like those fellas. I want to turn the roof off if it takes it. We need to be roof powers offers. Never heard that word before, did you? <laughs> we need to be roof tires offers. Uh, that might not be good grammar, but boy, the thought's right. I'm telling you, we need to go uh, as long as we can till we get the job done. They pour the roof off. Boy, I don't know whose house that belonged to, but there's no record of it. I tell them to quit. Whoever owned the house must have been okay with it because uh, God was in the arrangements. Well, praise God, they brought that man uh, to the house. The, the people were gathered up so much they couldn't get in. They tore the roof off, let the man in. Listen, you know this. Jesus, seeing their faith, said, Son, I sin, be forgiven me. There's work. Who, whose faith did you see? He saw the faith of five men. Right. He saw the faith of a man on the bed, and he saw the faith of a four men, which is a picture of the church that worked together and step by step. They had to be in step with each other or they couldn't have carried that man down there to where Jesus was. Well, we need to be in step with each other. Well, who's going to tell us what steps to take? It's the Holy Spirit. Once when I used to do up near the past, there was a funeral home in Oakwood, Cooper's funeral home. Real nice fella. But he asked me one day, he said, Preacher, I don't know much about the Baptist. He said, who gives you your orders? I said, what are you talking about? He said, who tells you what to do? I said, the Lord. He said, no. He said, don't you have a governing body, maybe at the state, that tells you what to do 
Gabriel on the inside. I, I said, sir, I, I said, if you was traveling somewhere and you had a group together and, and you had your side on the North Star yeah. and, and you were going with the North Star and you was watching it, you was traveling, I said, could y'all go north? Yeah. They said, well, yeah, of course you could. I said, well, we got our eyes on Jesus yeah. and the Holy Spirit directs us yeah. and we don't have any trouble staying together when we follow Jesus. Praise God. We can stay together. These men stay together. They brought their friend to Jesus. And when they opened up the roof, laid them down, Jesus seen their faith. See, the church has got faith. Faith comes from here and here by the word of God. When the church moves by faith and the gospel is preached in the spirit, it brings faith to the heart, even of the lost person. Preacher, you mean a lost person can have faith? They couldn't get saved if they didn't. God brings them faith. Yeah, and listen to this. When God brings you faith, if you're lost, it's up to you what you do with it. You can throw it in the garbage can. So I don't want it. Or you can be happy about it. You can say, yeah, God, I need Jesus. Lord, please save me. You can exercise that faith. When God gives you faith, you can offer it back up to him. Here's what happened. God sends you faith through the gospel, through the Holy Spirit. When, when he's got it in your heart, by, by your heart, you can reach it back up to God. And when you're reaching up to God by faith, he'll reach down with grace. And when you grace your faith gets together, he'll make a new creature out of you. Boy, that's something I'll be happy about. If that don't kind of get you stirred up, I'm worried about you. Now listen. They come down here to Jesus, and here, here's what happened. He said, son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Then the scribes and the Pharisees there, they reason their heart, why does this man speak blasphemies? Uh, what they're saying, why is Jesus telling a lie? Boy, yeah. oh, how ridiculous. He, he never told a lie. There was no guy found in his mouth, but they didn't believe. They said, why is this man uh, telling lies? Why is speaking blasphemy? Well, get on this down here. He, he knew what was in their heart. He knows what's in our heart today. He said, why reason you these things in your heart? And listen to this. He said, whether is it easier to say to the sick of the palsy, thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, arise and take up thy bed and walk. Now get this. this God really pointed this out to me. Uh, powerful when I was studying this this week. When Jesus is here, but that you may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sin. He said to the sick of the palsy, I say to thee, rise, take up thy bed, and, and, and go thy way into thine house. And immediately arose, took up his bed, and he went. But here's what I need to get to that you may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. That's the only place that he has power on earth to forgive sins because that's the way it's fixed. You know, uh, there's at least two religions uh, that I've come across uh, that'll teach you that there's a chance that you can get it after you die. Uh, there's one religion that uh, Lynn and I know about uh, that they'll get together and uh, they'll have a big ceremony and they'll baptize somebody still living and they'll claim that they'll get uh, their loved one out of hand. Yeah. How ridiculous that is. Uh, Jesus said uh, that you may know that I have power and earth to forgive sin. Here's the thing. There's a road to heaven. There's a way to heaven. That's Jesus. Yeah. Uh, you believe in repent, you get saved. Uh, you go to heaven. There's a road to heaven. Uh, you turn Jesus away. Uh, you face your own road to hell. You're going to die and go to hell. But listen to me. There's no road uh, from hell back to earth. And there's no road uh, from hell to heaven. No road. The rich man uh, tried to talk to Jesus like that. Uh, uh, send somebody. Uh, uh, to send Lazarus uh, to give you a drop of water. And of course, we believe he wanted living water. He took out of hell. Jesus said, I can't be done. Uh, 
Uh, hey, well, uh, sent him to talk to my five brothers. I don't want them to come this place. But Jesus made it clear. Uh, there's a great gulf uh, fixed between us. Nobody can come from hell up to here. And nobody can come from here down there. No road. No way. No how. Can't be done. If you want to go to heaven, you got to get in while you got time and opportunity. So think about this. Think about this. Uh, here in this town called Capernaum, uh, Jesus lived there. Peter and Andrew lived there. And James and John and Philip was there. Whether they lived there or not, they may have all these folks living here. This great service going on in this house and all these miracles that Jesus did in Capernaum. And most of the town, Jesus said, it's still going to die and go to hell because they didn't believe. How needless that was. How foolish that was. Uh, my goodness. In the presence of all that power. Yeah. How silly to turn it away and die and go to hell. I'm telling you what. Uh, Jesus is here today. His power is here today. God's in our midst. I can feel him in my soul. How, we'll get you a song in How silly it would be. We're going to ask everybody to stand. We're going to sing a song. How silly and unwise it'd be where Jesus is to turn God away and die to the And listen, how silly it would be of us who are saved to not really get in and do our job and tell our people, Jesus is in the house. Jesus can help you. How foolish it'd be for us not. Uh, you know, I, I like to thank those four men that was carrying their friends, one on each corner. I said step by step. Are you, are you on the corner of the cot that you need to carry? Are you helping people come to Jesus? Well, let me, let me say this. This really out of my heart. Are the things that you've got on your mind that you want to do? Are the things you've got on your mind that you want to do? Are the, things, are the places you've got on your mind you want to go? Are the things of life so important to you that you're turning away what God wants you to do? Do you not care? I'm talking to the saved right now. Do you not care if your friends and loved ones are going to hell? Get in. Oh, preacher, I can't do anything. You can do something nobody else can do. You can be the best you for Jesus that you can be. Somebody lost. Somebody need to repent. Renew it. Come, son, where you been? Somebody needs to come this morning. Somebody needs to come. Come on. Obey the Lord. Get in. Boy, get in this morning. Yeah. Come. Come, Holly waits for you. I know how the old devil works. How you know, preacher? Because he works on me. When God called me to preach, I said, I can't do it. There's a lot better folks than me can do that. I'm just getting away. But God called me. I like what one old preacher said. He said, God made a donkey speak. He said, so he can make me speak too. God uses us where he wants us when we follow him. I believe somebody needs to come pray today. I believe somebody needs to get in today. I believe somebody needs to get saved today. 
maybe somebody's here and maybe you're kind of confused about where you really stand and what God is really saying to you. But you know you're not where you need to be. How about you coming and praying? We're not here to pressure you. We're not here to twist your arm. We're not here to try to force you to do anything. But here we're here to, we beg you. Praise God. I like what Brother Siegel said. Preachers are just beggars. I believe that's true. I'm honored to be a beggar for Jesus. It takes his spirit for me to do that. I'm honored to be a beggar for Jesus. But you don't have to be a preacher to be a beggar for Jesus. If you're saved by God's grace, you need to be reaching out, letting your light shine, asking people by your works and by your words, asking people to come to Jesus. Are you doing it? Have you been doing that? Are you willing to do it? Are you willing to do it? Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Thank you. 
are the chair today this service is for us as God speaking to your heart please move we're not here to embarrass you we're not here to put you on the spot we're not trying to talk you into doing something that God don't want you to do we want you to follow Jesus please come please come Well, it's good singing. I appreciate your prayers. Boy, people's had such good attention and fervent prayers this morning. Uh, you've just really helped me, and I appreciate God come by. I've gone for us, and God's impressed me. If somebody else got something on your heart to say or do, follow the Lord in anything. If you give, give you something to say, say it. Something to do, do it. Mind the Lord. Or if not, be seated. We'll turn over and see if there's uh, no announcements. Okay. Okay. gave me these announcements to read so I told her I would do my best to fulfill that duty so here we go family bowling night will be February 6th at 6:30 at Westgate Lanes please come and bring your families and bowl this serves as a younger youth event therefore younger youth will bowl for free and everyone else will chip into bowl we will also go in on pizza and pop uh, the next one is on February 20th, we will have Girls' Day slash Guys' Day for ages 6th grade and up. And she will post details about that on Facebook today. And I'm sure that she will be making a one call. Um, also, we're going to do, I guess I'm going to do Pray the Halls uh, with the kids after church. So if um, it's okay with Terry, we'll just head out there and... And yeah. going out there. I just want to say I really appreciated service today, and I really appreciated our pastor. 
Um, I think that he's always done a phenomenal job, but these last few sermons that he's done, I just thought were above and beyond special. They've really uh, blessed me, so I'm really thankful for that. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. I appreciate Jeremy. Appreciate his announcements and his comments, and appreciate him all over, all the way. Anything else on anybody's heart before we come to close? Yeah, I see this mask that says Lyme Missionary Baptist Church on it. Got a cross. Linda, in case you didn't hear, she's got some. If you'd like to have one of those, see her and uh, try to get some. And uh, if she runs out, she's got some more ordered. So feel free to get those. Okay, February 27th at 5 o'clock at Samaria, youth meeting for the association. All right, appreciate that, Brent. We appreciate Brent. He's our moderator for association, and uh, I just, uh, I'll brag on him. God just bless him, do such a good job. I appreciate him. And uh, besides that, he had double duty last night, and it wound up God giving him the message, and he preached to him, and that was good. Okay, anything else? Well, we, we probably... Our crowds, with the weather and everything's down a little bit, we probably still ought to, our deacons are back there. We'll just let them dismiss from the back like we've been doing. And offering plates from the back like we've been doing. If you have something you want to put in the offering, you can put it in the offering back there as you go out. <clears throat> okay. And uh, uh, somebody asked me about church tonight. Uh, as far as I know, we'll just have church tonight like we did this morning. God willing, if we can get here, we'll just have it. If we can't, we won't. But everybody come that can. And uh, if something changes, like if they was to go to a level three uh, warning on the highway, you know, we could make a one call on it or something if things change. But uh, right now, uh, it seems like it, uh, uh, my idea just come if you can and if you feel like it. Okay, anything else? If not, we'll ask those that are seated to stand. <clears throat> Trying to figure out who I need to ask to. I'm just usually have somebody on my mind. Chris Rosell, would you pray this, Miss?